They called it the Great Resignation, and you know it well, I'm sure, because our industry was impacted heavily by it. But we can learn from it, from our own mistakes, yes, our own mistakes, and rise from the ashes bigger and better than ever. I will explain what I mean on this week's episode of Restaurant Strategy. There's an old saying goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for anyone who's looking. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly podcast dedicated entirely to the hospitality industry. Each week, I leverage my 20-plus years in the industry to help you build a more profitable and sustainable business. I also work directly with operators all over the world through my group coaching programs to address and overcome the specific challenges we face in our industry. Curious to learn more? Set up a free 45-minute strategy session at restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Let me show you how simple it can be to run a profitable restaurant. Again, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. As always, you'll find that link in the show notes. Now, despite easing restrictions, we are all still strapped into the roller coaster ride of fluctuating food prices. That, combined with continuing staffing challenges, makes it more important than ever to control your costs to remain profitable. Margin Edge is a restaurant management software that uses POS integration and invoice data to show you your food and labor costs in real time so you can make informed decisions in the moment rather than weeks after the period ends. By automating your invoice processing and totally digitizing your back office, Margin Edge saves your team hours on paperwork and gives you instant insights to manage your prime costs. Take control of your costs with real-time data. Best of all, listeners of the show get to try Margin Edge free for 30 days. No contract, no setup fee, free and unlimited training and support. Learn more by visiting marginedge.com slash chip. That link is also in the show notes. Now, again, if you're just joining us, this is uh, episode 177. It's number five in a 10-episode arc where we're talking all about consumer trends. Specifically, we're talking about the, the changing world, the, the new normal in a post-pandemic environment, right? Yes, the pandemic is still going on. Yes, it's still affecting us, but we're now having it under control. We're largely moving back, uh, getting back to normal. People are traveling again. Kids are back in schools. People are starting to move back to the office, but the world is reordered. So I wanna look at the 10 biggest consumer trends uh, that are affecting specifically the restaurant industry. This week, we're talking all about the great life reset. What you'll notice over these is that there's a great deal of overlap, right? We were talking about the move toward um, uh, the move toward uh, convenience, uh, the move toward uh, experiences, specifically when we get into uh, to other uh, to other uh, you know newer generations, the millennials and Gen Z. Uh, we were talking about the death of the nine to five, and the great life reset uh, goes hand in hand with that. And specifically, I want to talk about uh, how the the employment. Uh, the employment situation right now, uh, specifically in America, um, is affecting our uh, our ability to do our job. And 
I want to talk about how we can change those jobs, what we can do to make a more um, a more appealing uh, job market, right? To to make it more enticing for people to join us. I want to share some uh, I want to share some data. Uh, Euromonitor International is a London-based uh, market research firm, uh, and they put out all kinds of great data. Uh, and they uh, they did this. They conducted this survey. Um, uh, basically, uh, in the wake of the of the Great Resignation, says you know Americans quit their jobs in July twenty uh, twenty one, and another four million in August. Right, four million Americans in July, another one in August. Of course, this was last summer, so we're a year removed away from this. But they had a, a survey they conducted in twenty fifteen, and another one in twenty twenty one. And what happened is, in on every one of these questions, there was big movement between what people said in 2015 and what people said in 2021. So I want to read these four questions. One of the questions was, right, answer on a scale of one to five, something like that. I prefer to spend my money on experiences rather than things. In uh, 2015, that number was at about 28%. Now it's about 38%, a 10-point jump just in six years. Again, pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. Again, in 2015 and then in 2021, they asked the following question. I feel I can make a difference to the world through my choices and actions. 30%, 42%, 2015 and 2021. Again, a huge jump. Spiritual beliefs are an important part of my life. It's about 24% up to 33%. Again, a big jump. And the last one, I have a strict boundary between my work and my personal life. Again, a jump between 32 and about 38%. This has to do with priorities and consumer attitudes towards where they spend their time, right? Most people spend 40, 50, 60 plus hours a week working at their job, often spending more time with their coworkers and their bosses than they do with their loved ones. So what they look for in a job matters. Now that matters because it affects what we do and the kind of jobs that we create, right? Through this, through this, it's important to note, right? People are moving. People are changing jobs. People are going back to school. They're moving on and on and on. Their lives are changing. The Great Life Reset, 2020, the pandemic, over the course of 2020, 2021, people reordered their lives, right? Maybe they used to work in an office and then their work was remote. And so they were able to step back and say, great, I don't have to be here in this city. Where else in the world would I like to live, right? Our family can easily, uh, I've got young kids or I've got no kids, or I lost my job altogether. Is there another market where I'd like to explore, right? We saw this. Tons of people moved to Tennessee, Florida, and Texas over the course of the pandemic. Why? Because <laughs> state income tax. Um, that ended up being a big driver for a lot of people, but also, you know, beaches, you know, the, the outdoors, the, you know, better weather than, than up north. People use this opportunity to change their lives, and that, and that makes a big difference. And now, even if you didn't move, even if your employees didn't move cities, move all the way across the country or halfway across the country, they made changes. So a big uh, thing to keep in mind in our industry is that we've largely um, uh, had good luck with employment because there's a low barrier of entry. Um, it doesn't take a lot of skill to be a restaurant worker uh, in a lot of different departments. Yes, if you're gonna be a chef, yes, you need uh, you need skills. Yes, if you're gonna be a sommelier, you need a, you know, a, a fair amount of knowledge, but you can work your way up. You can start as a busboy and become a runner and then a server and then a bartender and then a manager and then 
on and on. Same thing. You can start as a, as a dishwasher, move to a prep cook, and then a line cook, and then eventually a sous chef and a chef. You can work your way up. There's a path for that. But what happened is that when restaurants uh, all closed, right, and all these people were laid off, people said, well, what am I good at? What are my skills? Where else can I apply those skills, right? And, and that's, that's a really important thing to note. Right? They weren't, um, they weren't tethered to this industry. So they said, okay, I don't, I don't care where I work. I need to provide for my family. Where can I go get work? And they went and, uh, and, they went and did it, right? Personal growth is now connected in a lot, for a lot of people to professional growth. That even though they're trying to strike a work-life balance, that their professional growth has a lot to do with that personal growth. And that's really important to understand, again, that, that people are saying that they're setting strict boundaries, right? That they, that they prefer to spend their money one way or another, spend, uh, prefer to spend their time one way or another, that they wanna work somewhere that matters, right? Where, where they can make a contribution. All of that really, uh, really is important. Gone are the days where we get a restaurateur or, or, or an executive chef, right? And it's their vision, they're the auteur, they're, it's, it's there and, and everybody there just works to support their vision. Gone are those days. I think unless that restaurateur, unless that executive chef, unless that that brilliant once in a generation mind is finding ways to make the rest of the staff feel a part of that, because guess what? They are. Unless they're finding ways to make people be a part of that, to make that obvious, I think people aren't gonna stick around. Because again, let's let's remember, let's remember what we what we have, right? Well, let's remember some of the cold hard truths about the jobs that we offer. We're gonna do that in just a second after a word from another one of our sponsors. Today's episode of Restaurant Strategy is brought to you by Seven Shifts. Seven Shifts is a modern team management platform designed by restaurateurs for restaurateurs. Effective team management is more important than ever to ensure profitability and restaurant success, especially as restaurants are opening back up, getting back to normal, expanding their teams. Trusted by more than half a million restaurant professionals, Seven Shifts gives you the tools you need to simplify scheduling, easily manage time and attendance, communicate with your team, and retain your talent. Best of all, Seven Shifts integrates with the POS and payroll systems you already use, turning your team into a competitive advantage for your business. Right now, Restaurant Strategy podcast listeners can get three months absolutely free. To get started, visit www.7shifts.com slash restaurant strategy. That's the number seven, S-H-I-F-T-S dot com slash restaurant strategy to get three months of industry-leading team management software for free. Okay, so... We're talking about the cold, hard truths of our business, something that we have to uh, acknowledge, right? We begin by accepting and acknowledging these truths. We offer jobs that, many, that to many people aren't very appealing. Long hours on your feet, late nights, weekends and holidays, low pay, or at the very least, unreliable pay, and on many occasions, no benefits like health insurance, PTO, 401k, or maternity leave. It should surprise no one listening to this that people jumped ship over the last two years. So to begin, we have to acknowledge our part in all of this. People left us to go do something else. People left us for a better opportunity. Again, 
long hours on your feet, late nights, weekends and holidays, low pay or unreliable pay. And let's talk about benefits like health insurance, dental insurance, 401k, paid time off, maternity, paternity leave, on and on and on. Of course people jump ship. If they could work for us for $16 an hour and work somewhere else for $15 an hour, but get 401k with match, get PTO, get paternity leave, get health benefits, all of that at a company like Target or Walmart or Starbucks, it should come as no surprise that they went to do that. Oftentimes they recognized, they realized only out of necessity that there was something else out there that, oh, I never realized I could work at Starbucks. I didn't realize Starbucks offered better hours. Yeah, early mornings, but better hours and better, you know, better benefits and a, and a better atmosphere and blah, blah, blah. They realized that. They left us to go do something else. So here's what we do about it. Here's how we move on. Let's create good jobs. Let's create great jobs. Let's get better at explaining what it is we do well, what we can offer, what we can't offer. Let's offer the things that cost us very little to offer, like real growth opportunities and a flexible schedule or whatever it else, whatever else it is that your restaurant is prepared to offer. Understand that motivation, motivation is complicated. So uh, in my uh, group coaching program, we, uh, we read a book every other month. We do like a book club. And the one we just finished was Daniel Pink's book, Drive. And it's all about human motivation, right? And he says, over the course of human history, we've pretty much uh, handled motivation in one of two ways, right? Through the carrot or the stick, right? So you either dangle a carrot Right, as a way of uh, enticing people to do what you want them to do. If you do this, you will get the carrot or the stick. If you don't do what I want you to do, you will get punished. And what he says is that it's, it's really actually much deeper, much more complicated than that. And the example he uses, he says, you know, why do people do puzzles? Why do people do play video games? Somebody's already beaten the video game. We do video games because it's fun. We do it for the challenge. We do puzzles for the challenge of it. We do it to pass time. We do it to stay engaged. We do it because there's something entertaining about that. When you think about that, why we watch TV, why we play video games, why we do a puzzle, why we play sports if there's no reasonable expectation of being able to play sports professionally, why do we do that? We do that for the sheer challenge of it. We do things sometimes simply to master them, simply to pass the time, simply to do a good job. He says, by reducing it down to either the carrot or the stick, reward or punishment, we're missing something really, um, really nuanced about human, uh, about humankind, right? That we do things for very uh, illogical reasons quite often. And so we always think that we have to pay people a certain amount or do, people don't wanna get paid just to get paid, they don't want, what they want is security. What they want is stability. So what does benefits do? Benefits provide you with peace of mind that you and your family are gonna be okay if you get in a car accident, right? 401k is, is security. It's about longevity, that knowing that, hey, there's gonna be a nest egg at the, end of, uh, at the end of my life when I get to retirement. That's stability, that's security. That's status, right? Some of this has to do with status. It's not necessarily 
not necessarily just to get paid more to get paid more. It's to get paid more sometimes because they think they deserve it. So can you show people other ways that they can feel appreciated and part of what you're building? So again, the Great Life Reset. The Great Life Reset is affecting everybody. People are going back to school, changing careers, changing cities, changing, changing how they do what they do. Right, That's been something that's been obvious over the last year or so. The other piece to that, and the way that this intersects with us, is that there are people who left our industry because they realized, oh, I don't need to do this anymore. But there's a flip side to this. I bet you there are people out there that don't realize that they can be a part of our industry. They don't realize that they would be great in our industry, that it would fit in really nicely with their lives. And I think if we got better at doing that, at marketing to potential employees all the things we can and can't offer, we would find people who are really passionate about what we do because what we do is really special. We take care of people, we serve people, we make their lives just a little bit better for a couple of hours every night. We feed them. We provide some of the best stuff on earth, right? We take raw ingredients and we make it into something extraordinary, right? Wine. Beer, spirits, these are some of the most incredible um, incredible uh, things on the planet because they take you from one place to another, right? Wine is more than just squashed grape juice. It's a complicated process. It's a, um, it's a designation of, of terroir, of, of, of what the land is, of what an area is. Same thing with food. There's craft, there's technique, there's legacy, there's history in there. Again, these are all the things that I'm passionate about when it comes to hospitality. I'm going to assume that these are the, some of the things that I'm guessing many of you are passionate about. So let's help people find that passion rather than treating them just as jobs, but as a calling, as a vocation, as a career. We do that by making great jobs, by making great places for people to work, by providing opportunities by providing people with whatever it is they want, growth, stability, security, status, the next best thing. So in the, in the big reset here, how can we be part of that? We, we can be a part of that by acknowledging that we haven't provided such great jobs over the, over the years, and we can do better. Again, it's simple, not easy, but it's simple. So we start, by acknowledging the cold, hard truth about the situation. And you take a deep breath and you agree, you commit yourself to doing better tomorrow. Listen, I appreciate you being here. If you need help with any of this, implementing any of this, understanding it anymore, set up a free strategy session with me. Go to uh, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Uh, grab a time on my calendar. We will set up a call, 45 minutes, totally free. Uh, you will not regret it. Appreciate you guys being here each and every week. Thank you so much. I will see you next time.